say mm-hmm. Theo Vaughn stuff because it's just so wild to me. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, I know he's uh Theo's got some good stuff. Oh shoot, I think that he... So that's another reason we if we ever use computer stuff, we're gonna have to because I can't look up clip videos while I run the audio. Remember that. So, oh, so anything we said during the video didn't read? Yeah, during the video because the YouTube kicked off my audio. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I just I just remember that. But everything before that. Okay. The legs and eyes was on. Okay. So we're cool. good. That's, that's what fun. we wanted on the cast. That's, that's what we need. <laughs> yeah, we it's wanted. kinda like like you take a video with your phone but you're playing music. At least I have an Android. I don't know if that's an Android only thing, but like I'll be playing Spotify and then like take a video and then the Spotify shuts off while you take the video. That's annoying, dude. Like yeah. when you're at the gym. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're like wanting to hit a PR and but you also want to film it. Yeah. And sometimes like you Can want you do a video. I think you can Snapchat while it plays. Oh, maybe. Well, let's find out. That makes sense. I mean, and the other thing is, too, is, like, sometimes you want that audio playing while you're taking the video because it, like, is part of the experience you're trying to capture, right. you know? Right. You want to go back and be like, what was I, like, if you post it yeah. or, like, anything like that? Yeah. What song should I play while we test this theory? Hmm. Um, it's got to be something banging. Like OG banging or, like, current? Um... I'm just kidding. I'm not going to play that one. <laughs> Rich Baby Daddy by Drake. I don't listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> I would never. I would never listen to that. Uh, let's see. Um, What about this one? Yeah, okay. This one works. Justin Bieber. Okay. Oh, let's okay. see if Snapchat. While I Snapchat. All right. We got at least one Bieber. Oh, it's... it's- is it going? Yeah. Is it hidden? That's crazy. It's playing. I might it, have to re-download Snapchat. Do I haven't it, had Snapchat in like five years, bro. Dude, do you think it catches it? Like, Let's, do you think it captures the sound? I hope so. Like, what the heck? On the pod. Cheat. Cheat. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's find out. All right. All right. So, turn off this. Pause. Pause. Yo, dude, wait a minute, wait a minute. Bro. That's actually crazy, okay. dude. Why Why has Snapchat figured this out? I don't know, yeah, because the thing is, is like Snapchat, I mean, odds are it just uses an API, which means like it's using your regular camera function, but for whatever reason, it can record the audio too while playing it. On what? Oh, like the background music, like while you're swiping through the pictures, it's like... Oh, really? really? Hmm. Hmm. I mean, I see how that, like, avoids issues, but I feel like they but put enough money in development, and they've had so many years, they could have figured that out. Yeah, but it's owned by Facebook, and Facebook is always... Yeah. I feel like... A little stingy. They're always behind the curve, dude. I feel like they always are, like... They're always late, and then they, like, try to, like, catch up to everybody else. No, it's fair. My So, my dad, he works for NVIDIA. Or oh, he did. He? he worked for NVIDIA for, like, 12 years, and then, like, two years ago, he moved to Intel. Okay. Right? And so Intel's a much larger company than NVIDIA. Right. And when my dad started with NVIDIA, it was a much smaller company. It was where they were just, like, kind of gaining traction. So he was there for kind of this buildup of this bigger company. And yeah. NVIDIA's big on being on the cutting edge. Intel, he likes to describe it, though, like, Intel and, like, Facebook is much yeah. more like a shipping, like a large shipping, like, boat. You know, it's going from, like, California to China, you know, has, like, a billion crates on it. Right. It's a lot harder to turn because there's just so much going on. Right. Which is, like, I mean, cornering in a speedboat is way easier just because, I mean... The power to size ratio, right, and the speed, you know, everything, like yeah, everything going on. Like once they do, it's impactful. But 
it just takes a while takes to turn a long that time big old thing. Yeah, 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 you know. yeah. I yeah. feel like Facebook's probably the same way. They're like trying to stay with it, but there's just so much they have to carry with them because it's like the biggest platform. Yeah, that's how it is at the church too. Because I like work for the church, and they it's like that all the time. Like, yeah. I mean, they have like little things that they do, like different, like at the church level, it's not that big, bad, yeah. but like anything that's any like major decisions at the in the church. Yeah, yeah. but they said that they, they said like they'll have like something in the works for like ten years before they make like do something with it, which is wild to me. Like, I feel like if I tried to do something ten years before it happens, one, I wouldn't know what I'd want in ten years, and two, yeah, somewhere between now and the ten years in the future, my you know my needs would change. I feel like yeah, but somehow they had that foresight. I had a I, someone told me a story once that they like worked on a project and um for the church mm. and. They like got it all presented, did everything, like went and presented it to the quorum of the twelve or whoever, right? Oh, wow, yeah. yeah, somebody, somebody at that little, and uh, they like looked out over it. They said, "Okay, this looks really good," and then they like put it in their like bottom drawer of their desk, like the project, and they were like, "Wait, so what's up? Like, what are we, what are we gonna do with it?" And he's like, "This is really good, but we're not ready for it yet." Like, like as like a church, mm. and so like that's the thing when, when like um. President Nelson like came and like became the new prophet, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's it felt like there was like all these changes, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everyone was like, yeah, like everyone was like, oh, like President Nelson, like he's just, well, this is gonna sound so sad. I don't mean that in the same. I think I know what you're going. Yeah, everyone's like, oh man, like he's just making so many changes and like all this revelation is just flowing. But I almost guarantee you, those are probably things that have been in the works for like ten years, and they've been discussing for like a long time. But probably due to like. Thomas S. Monson's health and all the things like it's true. I've been wondering about that. It's like you can only do so much when you're your decision maker, right? As they get older, right? The yeah. prophet like can't do as much, right? So he can't like okay as many things, and he can't think about as many projects. Because I mean, if I was 99 years old, I don't even expect to get even close to 99 years old. I don't know you I know, know, honestly, like three of my grandparents died at 65. So like until like, <laughs> until, like <laughs> until until like. Probably three or four years ago, yeah. I thought 65 was like a ripe old age to die. And then I'm like meeting all these like 70, 75-year-olds. My grandma, who's still alive, is 78 now. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I guess I could logically make it to like 75, 80. Oh, there you sure, go. Sure, you know. I just <laughs> went to a funeral for my great uncle who's 90, you know. But like for the majority of my life, I thought 65 was just like when you die. Everybody right. else is like, oh, yeah, it's when you retire. And I'm like, yeah, from life. But <laughs> but, <laughs> but I guess that's not it. So, yeah, I got to make some more long-term plans because I'm going to be around hopefully longer than I expected. Yeah, I mean – Hey, if sixty five was your your like expectation, I, I got a lot to meet there. I mean, you can yeah. you can really surpass that. That's true. I mean, I do have diabetes, so I got to keep that in check. I was wondering that because like I saw you lift up your shirt at basketball. Yeah, and I saw like the little thing, and I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I wonder if it has diabetes. It's true. I do type one. When you so what? What's the difference? I've like read a little bit, but so the way I understand it, and I'm no medical professional. I'm just someone who has type one diabetes. Um, so diabetes essentially type one and type two has to do with this stuff called insulin, right? I don't know if you have any background in that, but essentially yeah. insulin takes, you know, you eat carbs, right? sugar, like anything that has carbohydrates in it, yeah. more complex stuff like bread, right? It breaks it down in your body to C6H12O6, which is glucose, right. straight sugar, right? And that's in your blood. Mm-hmm. That fuels your cells. So right. insulin attaches to your cells and opens a door for the glucose to go in. Yeah, You have too much insulin, too much of the glucose goes into your cells. You don't have enough in your blood. You don't have enough insulin. Stays in your blood, your blood gets 
high blood sugar, right? Right, and then that's more acidic and more viscous, like thicker. Yeah, and then your cells kind of starve at the same time. So, right, and that's when you get like clots and artery, like lots of like issues. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and like people lose circulation because their blood gets thick, and that's why diabetics lose like toes. It's because their blood's too thick, because their blood sugar's too high for too long, yeah, and circulation, yeah. And yeah. you can lose, like, feeling in your feet and stuff. But, so type 1 diabetes is where I my body doesn't make insulin. We okay. can go into why that is. But, like, literally, it functions just fine, except for it just doesn't make it. Right. So I have to give myself insulin. So insulin. I can eat whatever I need, whatever I want, as long as I know how much carbs are in it, and give myself yeah. the proper amount of insulin. We're chilling. Type 2. That's kind of hype, though. It's nice. I mean, that's, like, probably the better diabetes. I path. would I prefer this one, personally. Yeah. But <laughs> I, 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 it's not I like, this I mean, I, yeah, I don't, I don't choose necessarily. Right. But so you have that diabetes type two diabetes is where your body doesn't process insulin correctly. Mm. Most of the time it's cause you just like lots of lipids, a lot of body fat. Right. It just prevents like the chemical processes from working and your body doesn't process insulin. Is that the one you can get like over time if you're just like overweight, overweight and, and don't eat right. But really any chemical imbalance in your body that messes with your body's ability to process insulin yeah. can give you type 2 diabetes. So, like, oh, okay. gestational type 2 diabetes is, like, you're pregnant, and so your hormones and your chemicals are different, and so then your insulin doesn't work as well, oh. so you're temporarily diabetic type 2. Gotcha. Right? Type 1, there's really only, like, one way to get it, mm-hmm. and it's an autoimmune disease. So, like, my immune system went and killed the cells in my pancreas that make insulin. Wait, when did that happen? Like, At some point before I was 15, that's when I got diagnosed. Oh, okay, Yeah, they okay. can only see about three months back if you had, like, High blood sugar or something. And so three months before I got diagnosed, I was a raging diabetic. I didn't know it. But they could look back and like, oh, your blood sugar was mad high like three months ago. We can't see any farther back. So I don't know exactly when that happened. Were you having like some crazy health issues? I dropped 15 pounds in a week. Yeah. And so I was 5'11 and like 135 pounds. Yeah, that would be. So I was was skinny. And I'm skinny right now, but I'm 160. So yeah, like, well, imagine, your veins be looking good, though. I, I am a very vascular person. I don't yeah. know why that is, but it I just know, that's is. pretty hype, though. I, I, I'm not complaining. I saw you were there. I was like, dang, he's got lots of veins. Yeah, I got veins. I just need the muscles to go with the veins, and then it'll be good. No, you're pretty. I mean, you're pretty muscular. Not bad. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you're filling that T-shirt out nicely. You know. Yeah. Good stuff. But yeah, yeah. so that's diabetes. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I like how you're like, I'm no doctor, and then you like gave us like the perfect scientific. Well, breakdown. see, the thing is, I've been getting this question for what is it? I'm, I'm 23 now, so about eight years. People mm. have been asking me. So I, I got a spiel, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, you get outside the spiel, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of fishing, you know? Right, right. So but, if I was like, hey, so type two, break the, you probably knew type two. Well, knew type so yeah, two, yeah, because the, the main question is like, what's the difference between one and two? They're like, which oh, one do you yeah, have? Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they're like, okay, well. I'll tell you how yeah. I understand. So where, where did you, first of all, I guess I should introduce you. Welcome, Will. Oh, thank you. To the show. Oh. Um, happy to have you on here. We've kind of, I actually was a little confused because like we, I don't know where, where did we meet? I, I don't even really remember. I think, did you play on the University War team for basketball? Yes. Last, yeah, stake season. Yeah, okay. So I think that's where we like met. And then we both started going to volleyball, I think, around the same time, Wednesday yeah. Night Volleyball. And mm-hmm. we've just been... I feel like we, re- we like, recognized her face, but, like, I couldn't remember your name. For the longest time, I was yeah. like, I know this man. I don't know what his name yeah. is. Yeah, and we just would run into each other, and we're like, hey, what's up? And then yeah. Yeah. it was, like, moved on. So, yeah. But here we are. Yeah, now here we are. We're making it official. Yeah. Yeah. Officially official. Officially official. The friendship. So, mm. welcome, Will. We're excited to have you. And when I say we, I mean me and Mikkel. Because Mikkel's here too. She didn't get enough credit. Behind yeah. the scenes. For yeah, sure. behind the scenes. Um, but yeah, so where did you go to high school? I, we're so, the same age. 
I just figured that out because you said mm. you're 23. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so I went uh so we're in Arizona right now, but I went to high school in Texas. So oh, that's hype. Yeah. So my parents are from here, but I grew up a few different places, mostly in Texas. Mm-hmm. So that's where I I was born in Texas, went to high school in Texas. So I stand from Texas. Did you live in California too at some point? On my mission. Oh, so I was in okay, California okay, okay. for a couple of years. On my mission, I lived for about six years in Wisconsin when I was like a little kid, mm-hmm. and then I did middle school in Oregon. Oh, okay. So I've lived a couple different places. Gotcha. A couple few. I was wondering about that because you said you'd done like three on three volleyball in. Yeah, that California. was on my mission. Then on that your happened. mission, yeah. Yeah, what's good with that? Like, how did that? So actually, what happened was is there was just like a couple P days in a row where <clears throat> we just low key had like six elders yeah. and we just played volleyball for like hours on p days like we did all the stuff we needed to on p day we went to this church building in san clemente and it was like somewhere between like i don't know three and six hours of volleyball straight just three on three wow and like to put into like into perspective like before my mission i was not an athlete like at all right um i did some sports in middle school but in high school i just did straight band did not do any sports trombone right yep yeah. yep and i was actually i had like a big like mental block between me and doing sports because i was like dang i suck so bad and i was so self-conscious and i'd <laughs> always just be like talking about playing sports and throwing excuses really toxic relationship with sports but then on the mission uh, they're like oh i was spanish speaking so i did a lot of soccer to find people yeah and so like they're like you have to play and i was like okay okay <laughs> so i just played soccer it was terrible but like it just kind of got me over that hump and then like what you're talking about the three-on-three volleyball it was like when I realized like when you're playing like soccer with like a, a good amount of people you can kind of like when the ball comes to you you can play you can defend or you can right. like pass but like you don't really have to get after it mm-hmm. necessarily yeah because I know it wasn't like a star but like when we played volleyball it's like three-on-three there's a lot of times where it's like that's you like you have to go and yeah, like, do the thing it. you have to yeah. go get it so that kind of taught me about a lot about just getting after it. Yeah. And then after that, I got into sports. Now it's like all I do with my free time is volleyball, basketball, pickleball. Yeah. Just kind of learning how to do that stuff. Getting into it. Yeah. That's the thing with volleyball, too. Like, because I didn't play volleyball in high school or anything like that. Like, mm. my sisters did and stuff. So I kind of knew. Like, yeah. I've been around it. But but then, like, doing the, like, Wednesday volleyball. <clears throat> Especially in some games, like, if they slow down. Like, play, I played basketball a lot. And so, like, basketball is very, like, you're in it and it's just going. Yeah. Like, it doesn't goes. stop. And volleyball is kind of like, like a little more like either it's slow pace or it's really fast pace, but it's yeah. kind of a little less like it's not as consistent. Yeah, and so, but like for me, there'd be a lot of times like I, my brain would just kind of like disengage from the game, and then like I'd suck it up, right? Like I'd forget mm-hmm. to get like I wouldn't die for it or I wouldn't go for it, and then everyone's like, "What the freak? Why aren't you like?" Get no, yeah, it's game, tough. Right? Yeah, 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 sometimes you're like. You're like, Oops. Nothing happened last, like, seven possessions in the back left corner, and then all of a sudden it's, like, you're him, and you have to, like, <laughs> yeah. run and get this massive up so you can. <laughs> <laughs> or it, like, just drops next to you. You're like, oh, sorry. Was, <laughs> my my bad. bad. My yeah. bad. <laughs> and so, but, like, I've been, so every time I go to play, vol- like, uh, Wednesday Night Volleyball, I always take this gum. It's called Neuro Gum. Okay. But, um, and, like. I, it, it probably does nothing other than, like, mentally I think it does. Yeah. And so, but, placebo? Yeah. It has some caffeine in it, and it's supposed to be, like, it's supposed to have some nootropic stuff in there, too. Uh-huh. And I don't know. I mean, I definitely like it, but I pop that in, and then I feel like I'm wired for all, like, four <laughs> games. Because I... I'm ready. Yeah, like, I, at least I like to stay focused, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, all right, let's play. <laughs> so, that's been helping my... Uh, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a piece before... Oh, I'll have to try Wednesday, it, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, 
And Tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, yeah, let we'll me know. That. Yeah. Are you in the group chat for that? Because I actually never – I'm not in the group chat. Uh, so I never know. I always have to ask somebody else when it's happening. I can get you in the group chat. You can try. Yeah, yeah I have yeah, an yeah. Android. I don't know if it's like a – No. Seven yeah. Oh, perfect. But I don't – I think it's a mixed chat. I don't think they have like – I don't think it's iPhones only. Okay. Is it? It is? Oh, do they have two chats? Like one's the – oh, let me just look. I don't know. I've been excluded from plenty of chats. Because I don't have an iPhone. Like, like you, you don't want to be in this group chat. No offense. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so do they just drop like a bunch of memes, or what do they do? No, it's just like. Like the notifications get you. I feel like there's always like low key drama in the Wednesday volleyball. Really? Yeah. Because okay, so. It's okay. I'm gonna have to cut this out, but. Yeah, like. It's hard because like people find out about, and then there's a lot of people, mm-hmm. which to me I don't really care. But then, yeah, when you got a lot of subs, it's yeah, gonna be tough as heck. That's true. That, yeah, so it's like the elite court. So this is why we we want a mic her because she'll do this or she just pops off. Oh yeah, this is good content, yeah, but yeah. like it's not getting recorded, so yeah. it's kind of tough. Like, here, come speaking to the mic. Yeah, come, come speaking to one of yeah, these mics, please. Because otherwise, it's just. I don't know. Well, maybe it, keep it keep it nice. Don't be like rude. And we'll be fine. That's true. Yeah. Don't add anybody specifically. Yeah. <laughs> hey, say that to the mic. Say that to the mic. Listen, they gotta. Kidding, I love you. Basically, um, yeah. Can you? Thanks. Oh <laughs> Dang. So basically, Eventually we'll actually interview Will at some point. It's gonna be it's gonna be crazy actually. <laughs> Basically, then everyone comes to our court, and then your mouth Thank you. Everyone comes to our court, and then there's like 15 subs, and you have to wait 10 minutes to get in, and then it's close, bro. Yeah, I know. I can hear you. Keep talking. But then it's like it's not as fun as the game because then you like you play sometimes because sometimes it's like everyone just misses the ball for like 10 serves in a row. Right. Because they don't going. have the neural gum, is what it is. You right. <laughs> they don't have that they gum. They don't have that placebo effect. That engagement. <laughs> Dude, well, I've, dude, I've been slaying every game since I've taken it. I've been, <laughs> no, I'm not even playing. Like, I've been ju- on moms, bro. I jump higher. I hit harder. Dude, you have been jumping quite dude high. yeah, I'm like blocking things that I like. Dude, Shaq couldn't even put on on me. Big Mike. Yeah. yeah. I literally was like, dude, dude, dunked on that kid. Although he had done it to me like right before. <laughs> Yeah, what, what are you saying? I'm not short. I'm six foot. You're right, you're right. But, um, yeah, it's just, like, I feel like that volleyball has, it's always had, like, something, like, because Lex runs mm-hmm. it now, right? Right. But before that, it was Sarah, uh-huh. right? And Sarah, like, before, during that, there was always, like, like, at one point, all the really good players who play on, like, the top court, yeah. they, like, wanted to not have to mix it. And so there was like drama with that, right? And like no one could figure out a good way to do it. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it switched to where it was like we went back to where it was like, no, we want to split everybody up because it's getting too like challenging, and like people are getting hurt. Which I don't even know if that's true, but whatever. I haven't heard of any. Well, actually, I know of one injury, but it happened last two weeks ago. So it, yeah, and it's usually like not major. It's nothing crazy. No, yeah, yeah. It's I've like, never seen anybody like actually like roll an ankle bad enough that it like swells, swells or yeah. And so, and now, now it's like, I think 
I think a lot of people were getting invited from like sand volleyball or something. No, yeah, because they had sand volleyball going in Gilbert with Sean McGarvin and all them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Sean. and then I guess, I mean, I guess it's not happening anymore because they're there every week, which is chill. I like it because they're all good. You know, I like playing with them. Yeah, it just the numbers are bigger. Just yeah, the I, fact of it. I don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it's hard too because like, I sand like, was bussing back in the. I don't know if you ever went to sand. But it was crazy. They had two courts and like fifty thousand people. I, really? I didn't like it because like literally the sub Did lines you ever were like to play? not really. That's the thing of it. I was yeah, like, like so it. I went once and I was like, why would I skip out on indoor? I guess you this? Get, it gives Plus you a lot of time to riz me. if you want. You know, I don't, I don't go to volleyball to riz though. That's the thing. See, okay, okay, with the neuro gum. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Dude, make me let me sponsors. Let me sponsor. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but seriously, you listen to neuro gum. Yeah, neuro gum. This, this is for you. I'm about to make the plug of your life. Um, no, I'm serious though. Like, cause like, no, 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 no. It gets you like, like mentally loose. Oh, for sure. Cause I'm like, cause I was always like, yeah. Cause I was always like on the sidelines. Cause that's the only time to riz. Yeah. Like you can kind of riz on the court too, but it's harder. It's tough. So on the sidelines, you're kind of given that, but then like when you're playing sports, you're kind of trying to think about both. And so it's like your brain kind of like, at least for me, I was always like, ah, I don't like, I'm kind of in this game. Like, yeah. do I go talk to that chick? That's kind of cute. Nah, like I'll just stick here. But then when I take the gum, it's like, nah, I don't know. I got time. I can make this work. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we can, we can save both. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll give you the gum and then we'll have you back on and we'll have a report on. Oh, it. for sure, dude. All the girlfriends I got from it and all the crazy blocks I had. Yeah. yeah all the stuff. Yeah. Yo, um, on a side note, um, so, uh, her name's. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's good with that? What about it? Like, like she dating anyone? I don't know. Yeah, don't I'm kind of curious. So. I don't think so. Are you? Are you looking? Um, this is being recorded, by the way. Yeah, I don't know if this watch. is a conversation. You <laughs> no, she, she won't see it because I followed her and she didn't follow me back. Tough. Yeah. I think the fallback, honestly, is just because, and this might be what you're thinking already, but I think it's just she'll fall back people she knows. Yeah. So she might not just not recognize your account. That's and, like, fair. Connect the dots. That's fair. And be like, oh, that's the guy from volleyball. Yeah. But she's cool. Though. I worked there, so that was that was the reasons I was telling myself too. Yeah. yeah we had a couple of. Uh, <laughs> I I honestly think that's what it is because she's pretty. Hey, nice. I, I appreciate. I, I appreciate you giving me that that confidence. <laughs> and I, that's just it. Uh, we we worked together for a couple weeks at FSY. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Okay, very cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, you dating anyone? Uh, I am not. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. 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 Tough scene, but <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, yeah, no, it's good stuff. But she's cool. You should you should shoot your shot. Yeah, yeah. I know she's she's most likely moving to Provo in January. Of course. So you got to hit that that shot. Yeah, I, you got to shoot quick because it's like it's not set. No. She's just like looking for a new scene. Right. But if you make this scene desirable, she, I could be her because new you're scene. in the new. It, yeah, yeah, I could yeah, be yeah, her if scene. You're the new scene. Boom. She stays. Yeah, dude. That's With a, you. Hey. Ah. Ah. Not bad. Not a bad lockdown. Yeah, cause she's she's dope. Yeah, she's yeah, cool. She she's seems cool. cool. I talked to her once at volleyball, but she hasn't been back. So must so. scared her away. Shoot. She's inconsistent on Wednesday night volleyball. Yeah, I'm noticing that. Yeah. But we could probably get her to come this week, dude. We could make it happen. So you could. I'll take two pieces of neuro. I'll say less, dude. <laughs> I'm just playing. Um, so tell me about one of the things when I was reading your your bio and, and mm-hmm. reading what you put down. Um, you talked a lot about habits. Uh-huh. And like re like reaching above your potential and yeah. how like a lot of people live under your under their potential and one of the things you wouldn't gather it from how I've done 
the show so far today. Uh-huh. But like a lot of times, I try to I w- try to talk about like leadership and yeah. um, you know kind of finding your path and uh-huh. and just kind of discussing that with people. And so I'm curious what you think on that because I also agree. I think there is a lot of people who don't realize how much potential they have and what they could achieve. And uh, and so I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are on that. And I, I just that stuck out, stood out to me what, on what you wrote. So yeah. Give me a little more depth on that. Like, you're asking, like, helping people. Yeah, like, why, wh- why, what have you seen that makes you think, like, man, a lot of people don't reach their potential or don't see how much potential they have? And, and what, like, what have you, what do you think people can do to help solve that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I guess where I've seen that is in pretty much everything I've done in my adult life. Like, yeah. how my mission. I just saw a lot of missionaries that didn't do things just out of fear. Right. Right. And so that was one thing is you just like see, okay, you're fearing, but what are you actually fearing? You're fearing that someone's going to yell at you. You're fearing that. And that's like a a more like day-to-day fear or is it like, are you fearing that like all this might not be true and you're just like afraid of like completely buying in Um, or like talking to girls, like you see it, you know, guys are like, dang, can't ask her out because she's you know, too bad. She's, you know, six she's, four. She's, she's so bad. Well, oh yeah. 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 Oh wait, no, that, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe that's it, bro. Maybe you're five one and you're just absolutely down bad for this six, four girl. Like at least dude. ask, you yeah, know, like, dude, like, like what's the, what's the harm in her saying no, you know? Cause yeah. then you move on to something else. Yeah. If you know, and I feel like that's better than just being like sitting on your hands all the time. Being like, wow, she's so cool, but never, you know? Yeah. And never but pulled like, your, yeah. yeah and never moved. Or like one that I really think about is like, so I'm a TA for math classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually work for the math department, not any specific professor. And so uh, right now I'm working. Is that in better? A, I preferably. I like it for what I'm trying to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get I get more teaching opportunities. Oh, nice. And then also I get to meet more professors. So that's good. Yeah. And that's networking. I mean, networking, right? Um, but this semester I'm in a lot of introductory math classes, so I've done different levels of math but for this one i'm doing just like 100 level classes basically like all the insert all the college freshmen all the the partiers all the studious ones everything in between boom yeah. they're in there and like a lot of them have this like mental stigma about math they're like i'm not a math person i don't understand math i get that i have only met one person in the and in, in, in this class for this specific class math 117 i've had over a thousand students because it's about 150 students per class, and I've done it for you know quite a few classes, I think. Dude, why aren't you the professor? That's my question. Because yeah, I don't have a bachelor's degree. ASU. <laughs> but there's, I literally can only think of one student who like I could honestly say math wasn't their thing. Like it was yeah. like it was like tough. I was like I'm trying to teach them how to factor because that's like where we're at. Right. It's in the beginning of the school year. And I was like, and like you don't want to give them stuff. You want to like you ask them like as you're working through the steps. I try to get them to engage and do the steps themselves. I, like, right. say what to do, and then they, like, do it. And I'm like, okay, so then you have this plus this, and so that's 7 plus 3, which is, and then just, like, wait for them to say it, 10. <laughs> and then, like, they think it – sometimes they think it's dumb. Sometimes they engage. But, like, as they engage in that stuff, then, like, they engage the easy stuff and the hard stuff, and it kind of connects the, the right. steps. But, like, for this particular student, it was like, okay, what's 3 plus 7? And they're, like – Like, pulling out their fingers? No, not – well, I don't, no, I don't would, know, I don't like, know anyone there, who does they would that. Think, they would think – and sometimes they would, dude. I'm, and then they come the, up with I'm like negative four, finger, and then it was like, like negative four. And I was like, "Where'd you get negative four from?" <laughs> negative four. Yeah, it just like randomly like twenty three, and 23? you're like, 
try it again. Try it again. And it's like, <laughs> but like, like this class is just zooming on ahead, learning all these new yeah. topics, and then we just consistently go back to like, what's what's five plus two? Yeah, he's like trying to add. Like he's doing add yeah. and subtract. What but, the heck? But other than this student, honestly, like. I feel like math is a lot about problem solving right. and everybody has some degree of problem solving ability and especially in the introductory math class like it doesn't have to be something you're afraid of it doesn't have to be something that prevents you from getting somewhere yeah you can do whatever you want you don't necessarily have to be a mathematician but like you can get these like basic concepts down to understanding how relationships work with numbers right in a way that'll just help you in your life and it doesn't have to be something that inhibits you it doesn't have to be something that prevents you from pursuing different career opportunities mm-hmm. you don't have to be afraid of numbers you don't have to tell yourself this negative self-talk of i'm not a numbers person <laughs> and it's like of course that's like or like i'm bad at math that's the main one it's just like i'm bad at boom and as soon as you tell yourself you're bad at something right like that just like limits a lot of aspects of your life because you're like okay, oh but i'm bad at bad this at you know like i'm good at these things but i'm just i'm bad so yeah I, it's it's fun to see like i mean maybe they don't leave the class like being like crazy confident in, in math but they don't have to be afraid of it and so right. like whether it's math or it's something with the gospel or it's i mean with girls like helping somebody realize that they don't have to limit themselves in one aspect of their life mm-hmm. is the thing and like specifically with math it might seem weird that i like fixate on this one it's what, like, my career is going into, so right. I, I do a lot of math. What do you want to – yeah, what is, like – just real quick, sorry to get off topic, but what's, like, your career you're headed towards? So I'm a data science major trying okay. to get into, like, developing machine learning models. So, oh, okay, very cool. Um, yeah, or AI, generative AI, chat GPT, any of those sorts of things I find super interesting. Yeah. And so I figure I might as well just do what I'm most interested in. Whether right. or not I'm good at it, I want to just – I want to try. Well, in essence, so. what, even in this case, like, you're working with math students, but you're, like – you're observing this these consistent patterns, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. and information. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's learning how to can yeah. A lot of it for me is like you help all these students individually with different problems and then it's like you start to learn how to think mechanically about different math problems and like right. break them down mm-hmm. and like explain them in a way that like different people will understand them. Because you have to like read the student and like what they're thinking about and how they're thinking and then like connect the the concept to their understanding. Right. Um, I forgot what I was talking about though, but yeah, yeah. it's just, yeah, I, I guess there's, there's just like, for whatever reason, math's a big stigma people have issue with. Yeah. And it's like, well, it seems random and most people forget about it once they graduate from high school cause they don't have to take a math class anymore. Mm-hmm. Like it's cool to see like when you remove that stigma for somebody or help them remove it for themselves is really what's happening. Yeah. Like there's like a, a weight off people's shoulders it and they realize up. like this isn't like an issue or problem I have to avoid my whole life. It's, it's just a thing. Right? It just that just exists and it's in its corner and that's fine. Yeah, I was telling I was telling her the other day actually. We were talking about it's <clears throat> people really enjoy like not enjoy but people naturally tend to want to put a label on things that they don't feel um, confident in or yeah. secure in or mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Right. So, like. I'm going to take one that's probably a little controversial here. But, like, I think a lot of people nowadays go, oh, I, I have anxiety. I'm an anxious person. Like, mm. I have anxiety. And it's like they may get anxious or have anxiety about, like, a certain thing. Right. And so they, like, any time that happens, they're like, I just have anxiety. It's like, well, we all have a lot of things that maybe make us anxious or we're not secure at. And that's, like, a natural reaction to that's, it. That's supposed to happen in life, I think. Right. It's My like personal opinion. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like it's like if you're not nervous, like, how – it's part it's like a natural emotion. Yeah, negative emotions have their place in life. Right. They can't you can't have too much. Mm-hmm. That's your anxiety and clinical depression. Yeah. Right. 
And 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 those obviously exist, right? Right. If that's that's a, a real thing. Yeah. If you have a chemical imbalance and, and a hormonal imbalance, that's no, normal, or not normal, but that's like a, that's that, real. That can happen. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like people will put a lot of labels on themselves, and it almost like I don't know if it's like a crutch or it just like to help them get through those feelings rather than being like, no, you know, I think this is just something I'm not as good in and I'm going to get better at it. Right. And, uh, so yeah, no, I think you, I think you make a good point there with like, cause I, I'm someone who also says like, I'm not really like a math person. That's not my strength. But, but I do remember when I had like a, a class where the teacher, I really got it and I understood what he was saying. And like, I did feel like a math person for yeah. that class. Yeah. You know? Yeah. In context, like, yeah, everyone's going to have a different level of like comfortability with math, but it doesn't have to be something that you're like you limit yourself by or you're afraid of. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But like you definitely like if you want to do something that has nothing to do with math, like onward, you know, you don't, you don't need math in your life, mm-hmm. but I'd hate for someone to like live their life and have something just prevent them from getting and progressing where they want to go. Or like, yeah, like it could limit, you know, how high you get. Same with like girls. Like if you're like never shooting your shot with somebody you actually are like interested in, then when are you ever going to end up with somebody you're interested in? Right. You know, right. Yeah, that's you're just gonna point. you're just gonna keep. That's that's when you start to settle, right? And then eventually, you're like, well, this is just like the kind of girls I'm into. And it's like, no, it's just the kind yeah. of girls are brave enough to talk yeah, to. You start, <laughs> yeah, like, you kind of start making like no offense to any of the girls, right? Like everybody, like yeah, compatibility is just different for everybody, right? Right. Well, and I've said this too is like you're like there's a big thing to you're gonna attract what you are, right? right? So like if you act like a shy nervous person who can't like talk to people like you're gonna probably attract shy nervous people you can't so if that's not what you want then like you got to go and like you got to go be something different and i uh i was like there was a while oh probably like six months ago i was getting i was going out in public a lot like like on i was driving up to utah a bunch and like Mm -hmm. flying on planes and stuff and I just noticed, like, sometimes, you know, especially if you get into, like, your zone where you're working a lot or you're not socializing as much outside of, like, your work hours. Yeah. Um, I just, like, as a person will get kind of, like, I get almost, like, closed off where oh, I, yeah, I almost yeah. forget how to socialize. For sure, for sure. And so when I was out traveling and going, like, to Utah and stuff like that for these business trips and things, I, like, I wanted to get better at it. So I would be more comfortable just, like, talking to people. Mm. And so I told myself, it's like, okay. Because it's like when you get on a plane, especially you sit down like th- like three people, and it's like you just sit there awkwardly, you know, waiting for the flight to be over. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna force myself at the beginning of this flight, like to at least just turn over and be like, hey, uh, what's your name? And then like introduce myself. Yeah. And it's like things like that that you just have to like, even though it sucks and it's awkward and it's embarrassing, but it's those little steps to just kind of get yourself over those humps. And it's crazy how much happens after you just do that because maybe you say hi, how's your day going? Wait thirty minutes, and then you like notice something in the magazine they're reading, or like, like the cover of their book, and you just like say something random, and yeah. then they just turn around and talk to you, and then you get this homie for like twenty minutes. You're just right. chopping it up, yeah. And then you're like, peace out, bye. Now you could have just taken a nap the entire time on the plane, right? Either one works, but like, which one made you better? Yeah. Ma- okay, and, and which one made yeah. like the days better? Like maybe they need a little conversation. You know, as long as you're not being like rude to them, I feel like it's a positive thing. Well, most people are like that's the thing too. Most people I feel like are desperate for um, not desperate, but they want they want interaction, but are scared to have interaction. Oh no, yeah, there's a there's a there's a barrier there. I so my job that I do outside of TA, I'm an IT guy yeah. at a law firm. Yeah, and so that's sick. Yeah, so well, I'm the IT assistant. Okay, so I'm part time. Oh, right, right, right. but yeah. I still do I still do all the projects with the pretty much we have the help desk and then we just go through and right. fix the different problems as they come in and. Um, 
uh, it's like the first little bit I was working there. Like for the first couple of days, I was like, yeah, let's be social and connect things. And but after a while, I was like, I don't need to like say hi to people in the hallway. I don't have to. I just went about and did my job. And I was like, but wait a second, like. I was thinking, I was like, I'm not really an asset in this job. I just, like, fix the problems kind of as they come and then whatever. Right. And they're paying me to be here, but whatever. But then I realized, like, I could have these, like, meaningful relationships with all these people. Right. And the, the first step and the easiest – or not the easiest, but the first step is just saying hi and smiling in yeah. the hallways. Like, hey, how's it going? How's it going? And then you do that a couple of times. Then when you're both in the break room at the same time, you just start asking them questions mm-hmm. about their life. Boom! Now you've got a friend. Now I've got a bunch of friends who are lawyers, which is not a bad thing to have. <laughs> you know? so it's like, it, it, but like, it really is just that initial step of like, wait a minute, I'm gonna choose to smile and say hi, to these right? People. And then just ask them like a question: How's how's your day going? Hey, did you do anything fun this weekend? Mm-hmm. That's all you got to do. And then they say, and then they start going, and then yeah. just kind of rolls. Yeah. Once you get somebody going, they most people just go. Yeah. As long as you like keep the conversation like approachable mm-hmm. where they feel comfortable sharing whatever they want. Yeah. And if you need to bow out and be like, Hey, I got to go pee or oh. whatever. Right. Well, yeah. Like, you got to get to the next thing at work. Yeah, it's yeah, super yeah. easy. Cause you're like, Hey, you good talk to you. I got to get back to what I'm doing. my job. Right. <laughs> so like, yeah. yeah and especially if it's guys, it'll be like, you know, you'll like talk to talk, talk. And it's like, Hey, well I got to go. Okay. Hey, sounds good. Yeah. 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 So I don't think like, I know that's the thing too. I think a lot of, People who maybe struggle with being social um, think there's some, like, magic trick to it. And it's honestly, like, even the people who do seem social, like, you have to force yourself to be social. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, putting on a smile, being happy in a good mood, like, talking to people. It's not – I don't think it's easy for anybody. It's just – it's just a habit. But you catch steam for sure. Like yeah. it starts rolling. Like the first little bit, you're like forcing it and then like fake until you make it. But then you make it. And then, then you you're, you're feeling it. social. And it's like when you are social, like lean into it. When you're not social, you can still lean into it and try to get, you know, right. into that. Or sometimes I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to be social. You know, I'm at volleyball and I just don't really want to put in that effort to try to make new friends right now. I'm just going to play volleyball and have a good time and right. be nice. You know, I'm not going to be rude to anybody, but I'm not going to go out of my You're like, sorry, I'm not being social today. <laughs> I don't talk to you. So like, if they talk to me, I'll talk back, but I'm not going to, yeah. like, instigate conversation. Right, right. And, right. like, for me, I mean, I'm not, like, Goggins or whatever where he's just, like, you always have to attack it right at the, the base of the right. problem. I, sometimes I'm like, you know, it's okay if I'm not feeling social today, you know? Oh, yeah. No, I think there's good, like, there's room for balance and, like, a pause, you know? Yeah. Like, like, sometimes you just need to take time for yourself, you know? That's true. That's true. Because there are people who I think... Sometimes you don't want to carry the votes. What? Wait, I don't even know what that... Oh, 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 yeah, sorry. Yeah. My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> my they bad. don't know me, son. <laughs> they don't know me, son. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what got you interested in um, the machine learning, AI? Like, is that just always been an interest, or... Like obviously AI has been something that's kind of popped off of late, yeah, um, and it's pretty pretty dang cool, right? Right. So, so I'll tell and then, like, what's your dream with it? Like, what do you? What my dream? Yeah. Okay, so I'll tell you this: the majority of my life, I did not think I was going to go into computers at all. Like, I was like, my dad's in computers. Both my brothers like computers. I said, yeah. nah, 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 nah. Anything would happen to the computer, I'd just be like, hey, dad, fix this thing, you know? Yeah. Now I'm an IT guy. Who would have thought? But. Um, but you got lawyer friends. I got lawyer friends so too. That's it's kind of nice, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, some got some professional references. Um, but uh, so, like, I grew up, and I was for whatever reason thought I was going to be a surgeon. I was like, that's just that's just it, man. You kind of give off surgeon vibes. Yeah, I was like, you know what? I, I think I like this stuff. I went to school. I hated Dude, biology. Clean shaven will. That's a surgeon right there. That's a, 
Like, I'd let you cut me open, dude. Get the scalpel out, yeah. Dude, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, I would let you operate. No, yeah. Clean shaven will. That's true. I mean, with the beard, you gotta get, like, a beard net and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm questioning beard will. Like, I'm like, ah, is he really? A little sus? Yeah. I mean, it's crazy, dude. I haven't... Is he gonna leave a hair in my wound? It's true. Yeah, you don't don't want that. You don't want that. (laughs) Hey, I would shave before and, like, make sure there wasn't any loose stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep it clean. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's crazy, by the way. Like... I shaved yesterday, like last night, and like the wind on my face. Because I haven't had a clean shaven face in over a year. Like it, it's been wild, dude. So like just feeling the wind. It yeah. Just, my face kind of cold. I almost didn't recognize it. Well, I did, but like. But it was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. But that's okay. I like, because sh- I had to do this for school. I had to shave the stash. I didn't have it as long. I had like a couple months. Yeah. But I was still a little, I was pretty fuzzy and like I had the stash going pretty good. And uh, dude, I shaved it and like she was weirded out. I was weirded out. Like your lip doesn't look the same. It's true. It's yeah. true. Like my face, I'd like, like what? Who is this man? You know, yeah. like I recognize from here up, but from here down, it's like, yeah. Where'd that come from? Like I haven't seen my chin in a while. You know. I know. I'm like, um, put the mask. Back. My roommate. So one of my roommates, I shaved and didn't tell anybody. And went downstairs, was like cooking some pasta last night. It's a little meal prep, you know. Yeah. And one of my roommates was like talking to me, but like something was off. Then he's like, Oh, bro, he's like your face. Because none of my roommates have seen me with a clean face. Because yeah. I, I grew my facial hair before I even moved to Arizona. Yeah. After my mission. Yeah. Which was, I guess, last August, August 22. Yeah. So I've had facial hair. So everybody in Arizona, you're one of like five people so far who have seen me with a naked face. Kind of crazy. So we'll see what the reaction is to everybody. Yeah. But anyways, you were talking about career stuff. Yeah. I always thought I was going to go into medical. Then I realized I do not like biology, like, at yeah. all. Went on my mission. So I went. I did a year of school before my mission. Yeah. I had a couple different majors. was kind of bouncing around, trying to figure out what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Went on my mission, came home for COVID. Um, while I was home for COVID, my little brother and sister would stay up late doing their math homework, and my parents would stay up with them in case they had questions and just kind of, yeah. like, sit there while they were, like, on their computer, like, typing it up. And then they'd ask, and they'd be like, oh, do, do, do. But I was like, hey, listen, I'm just delivering pizza. You've got, like, real life to live. I'll stay up with my siblings, you know. They're in high school. I was 20, 21 at the time. Yeah. So I'm just staying up with them, doing their math homework. And then I was just thinking, because I was home for about eight months before mm-hmm. they let me come back. Because for diabetes, they're like, hey, you're high risk. Got to right. go home. And then about eight months later, they're like, oh, you're not as high risk as we thought. You want to go back? I was like, yeah. I've been asking. So then they, they, <laughs> they let me back. But I was sitting there helping them with their math homework. And I was like, wait a second. This the subject I've always enjoyed, like regardless of the teacher, and every like year of school I've been in was math. Yeah, and I was like, why don't I just do math? So I went back on my mission, told ASU, hey, switch me to a stats major because I feel like I could do something actionable. I don't know if that's business. I don't know if that's like actuarial science. Yeah. So they switched me my major, and I come home, and it says data science, mm. and I was like, that's not statistics, is it? And I look looked it up. It's like it's not. And it's like, what's that? And it's like it's computers and math. And I was like. Well, I did need a way to make money with math. <laughs> and so I took some actuarial science classes to do financial mathematics, see if I like that. Yeah. And then I did this data science major, so I'm starting to do, like, just computer science classes, data science classes. Yeah. I hated financial mathematics. No <laughs> offense. My boy Scott Despain knows this. He's tried to convince me so much to, like, get into, like, um, just that sort of thing, like accounting or tax or something. And, yeah. Like, he likes it a lot. I just – I don't have that love of the game. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to – I could do re- really whatever I wanted to. Whether or not I'd be successful at it, I could choose to do that. So then I just got into computers, and i just been learning fast and getting into it. And, like, it's cool. But then I realized, too, like, since, like, like I was a little kid, the thing I've always thought was, like, the coolest was this yeah. stuff called augmented reality. Yeah. So, like, have you ever seen, like, uh, you seen Cars 2? 
Yeah, yeah. You know, like when Mater's like in the casino and he can see yeah, all like, the readouts like, and stuff, the, yeah, and it's yeah. like so the computer like looks at like the real life and it gives all these readouts. I've always thought that would be like the coolest thing ever to have, and so like, I don't know, with like generative AI and like image recognition and stuff like that. That's that's kind of where that leads. So like, if I can get into some sort of augmented reality, that'd be game changer, bro. That'd be that'd be legendary, because it's like, wait a minute, that's something I've liked my entire life, and then I just really been vibing with the math and the computers. Yeah. So, dude, that's, that's how freaking, I got where I'm at. That's freaking hype, dog. Um, dude, I've well, I hope, I hope you do something with that because i That'd be dope I'm, I'm gonna be watching um i just realized i have i have to get i have to leave to go to this tryout oh so for sure for sure my thought is this though check one two one two can you hear me yeah yeah, yeah. okay okay should i get this on just for like our asmr people mm. oh. <laughs> asmr can be nice I know you. Oh, this isn't. It's not caffeinated. No. I I didn't. This was at the office. Like for your coaching, or do you have another office? Another office. It's a different, different business thing. Got a lot of hustles. It's kind of yeah. good. Dude, grind dog. Are you in school? No. No, dude. Early yesterday. It was like. Because I do the church SMT stuff in the morning. So I, like, work for the church. Okay. And then um, and then I go to this office, work and do, like, like it's a software company. Hmm. And then I got basketball. And then I've been helping over at CGCC, Chandler Gilbert. I've been helping them do coaching stuff as well. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So it was, like, it was like uh, meetings, then another meeting. And then it was, like, um, tryouts. And then it was, like, more basketball. It was it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it was too much. <clears throat> so are you just like a, a natural born coach, or what's what's the deal? Are you just networking? Like, how'd you get into all these coaching? So the school, the school one at the high school, like that's like this one at the college. I really, I just kind of help them with like assistant manager type stuff. So it's not as much coaching. Gotcha. I'm just kind of on the staff, but with them or with the high school. I literally just sent an application in as, like, a joke over the summer. And I was like, I hope I could get it, but I didn't think it was going to happen. And then the, the administrator was like, hey, let's chat about this. I'm curious. So I kind of stumbled in that one. Huh. And I've done, like, training over at the college for, like, my own basketball skills. Yeah. So that's <laughs> how I met the staff and the coaching, and she did it too. She, she was kind of one that started doing training over there, and then I hopped on. Gotcha. And so then... I just, I got, I became friends with the uh, girls coach over there, mm-hmm. and I was like, I was like, hey, like, if you have any, like, coaching stuff, just let me know. I'm happy to help, and so then that's how I got into that. <laughs> nice. But, <clears throat> welcome back. It's good to be back. Yeah. Yeah. Took a little, <laughs> a day intermission, and, uh. Yeah, I needed to rest up, you know, I was getting a little fatigued. Yeah. Yeah, after about an hour of talking, you know. Yeah, it's, it's tough. <laughs> One whole hour in and we uh, I need to pause, but mm-hmm. I think we literally left off with you. I asked you, I was like, so what's your, like, dream goal with uh, with um, AI and yeah. that kind of industry? Uh-huh. And then you 
told me how you got into it, and I was like, hey, actually, I got to get <laughs> so, <laughs> so that dream, don't tell me. real? Yeah, don't, don't tell me about your dreams. <laughs> so, well, yeah, so what? <laughs> let's, let's find out what the dream part. That's been killing me for the past three, like two days. It's I'm like, been getting at you. Huh? Yeah, I'm it's like, what's the dream? Me. What's the dream? Um, dang. I wish I could remember what I said already, but yeah, I don't know. I it, you talked about augmented reality a little bit. Yeah, that's yeah. the one that's like for the majority of my life. I never thought I'd get into a career into it, but yeah. like it's been one of those like things that I just like thought about as a kid. You know, like you ever have that question like, what superpower would you have if you had any superpower? Right. You know, and you're a kid, and you're like seven, and you're like really thinking about it because you're like, dang, would I want to fly, or do I want to be like as strong as the Hulk? You know, like yeah, yeah. What am I? Or like. X-ray vision is that even useful? At the casino and has all these readouts that just like tell them about what's going on, like who people are, you know what's going to happen at the roulette table, all this stuff. Just all these readouts on his like his visual. Mm-hmm. It's like that's the coolest thing ever. And um, yeah, I just always thought augmented reality would be cool. So like being able to like take things that are like not quantified or not known, mm-hmm. and somehow like getting that knowledge quick and accessible to right. you in a moment. And so like. Google kind of does that. You, you you Google something and then it comes to you. You know, it's it, you know, a lot of web crawling. gets a lot of information then gives you what you want really fast off of a couple of keywords. Yeah. And, yeah, I just thought that is just a cool thing. And, like, there's a lot of utility in that. It's exciting to think about, you know, how far you can go with that. Yeah. And so, to be honest, like, dreams-wise, I don't know exactly where I want to go. I don't know what companies I'm necessarily shooting for. Yeah. Particularly, I'm looking more into that. Um, there's a nice aspect of, um, small, small business, you get a lot of application, right? You're right. Uh, uh, but with, um, large companies, you can be part of a lot bigger developments, right? You know, like Google's doing stuff that nobody else can do right now, except for maybe Intel. Right. Yeah. And so the two of them are like doing these like major R and D projects that just don't show up in companies with less than 20 employees. Right. Cause you don't have the funds, you don't have the supercomputer to like try do out these it. different models and stuff. So it's like. Where do I want to land? I'm not really sure. Right. And where am I going to land? I mean, maybe my skill set's more appealing to one or the other side of the industry, but I just want to get into it. Have you seen the tech they're making with, like, like the wearable tech where, like, you like the glasses and then you look through the lens and you're, like, got all these, mm-hmm. like, help things? That's – they're doing lots of – That's exactly it. Like, that's where I'm like, that would be so dope. Yeah. To, like, know how that works, help build stuff. Mm-hmm. Like – get ideas together and like make something yeah like very just like almost blending the barrier between like reality and technology coming together yeah yeah bridging that gap yeah it's, it's almost like a mental prosthetic if you think about it like it extends the ability of your mind you know kind of like a prosthetic arm mm. but it's like yeah yeah mentally you know how do you feel about the chips like you just heard about like elon and like the chips uh, i don't know what company here neuralink it's neuralink uh-huh. but putting uh like they, they want to put chips in people's brains. Not everyone. I think they're right. starting with like people who have mental disorders or something first. Uh-huh. But the hope is, is that like it can help cure some of those mental disorders. But then, mm-hmm. like almost, you could communicate. Like you and I could be chipped, and like we could have a conversation without saying anything. Which is crazy. Yeah. Wild. I'm yeah. not sure if I would want that. Maybe with you, I would. But uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's but, like <laughs> <certain> tell. <laughs> That's good. And then is that a proximity thing or is it cloud based? Because then, like, I'm on the other side of the world and I just, like, yeah, think to my brother. Yeah. Or is it like one of those Bluetooth things where you're like, 
your mom drives by and you're connected to the car and it takes your phone call and you're like, mom, what the heck? You know? Yeah, you're you're all of a sudden talking to your aunt Rachel or whatever. Yeah. In your mind, you're like, what the heck? Yeah, like tapped in. You're like, hey yo. (laughs) You're like trying to have this like deep, meaningful conversation with your girlfriend, and then your aunt just like pops in your mind, and you're like, the worst part is she can hear it. Yeah, she can she can hear everything you're thinking. Yeah. (laughs) Your aunt's like, hey, calm down, calm down, Matt. What's wait? No, yeah, and they'd have to be some pretty um, I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of moral. Issues. I mean, like testing. Like, what are you gonna do in testing environments with kids with chips in their brains? You know, it's like, yeah, they have access to whatever. Or like, say you get into some sort of like a relationship ends, and there's like this toxic interaction between a guy and a girl, right? But like, how do you break the connection? Yeah, it's like, how do yeah. you? What what level of like blocking ability do you have? Like, how can somebody right. like harass other people through that? You know, like what protections can you place so that these things don't happen? Right. I don't know. How do you? Yeah, <laughs> permanently disconnect. <laughs> Forget the device. <laughs> Forget this device. Can you turn off your chip? That'd be interesting. Oh, that'd be interesting. That'd be kind of the move, you know? That'd be nice. Yeah. Sometimes it's like you just get out into nature and you're just like... Yeah. Boop. Seriously, you should have like a pair device list for the chip so you can like pair with certain people and then a turn off device. Like, Could you, like, do you think with this chip... They'd have, like, Google capabilities. Like, you think a question, and then it just answers it for you. I think that's what it was. It was, like, you could... Is that so what, like, that's the idea? I think it was, like, twofold. It was, like, it was like you could connect so you could, like, share ideas with each other. Like, you could just think it. Just think an idea to somebody else. Yeah. Crazy. And two was you could connect to, like, the internet, and just it would, like, pop in your brain. And So if I think an idea to you... Yeah. Do you automatically understand it if you receive the idea? Because the only communication we're having is our understandings. True. So, like, if, if my neurons are firing a certain idea and then I just put that in your brain, your neurons are firing, You do you immediately understand? How do I also know that, like, what if you send me an idea but I didn't realize you sent it to me? So then, literally, I think it's my own idea. Hey. I'm like, yo, I just had this idea. You're like, I literally just sent that to you. That was me sending it. Like, is there, like, some sort of, like, interface that's, like, outside of our brains that we can, like, look at? Like, if I have – Yeah. If I'm thinking something, yeah, is there, like, a search up. history to my thoughts? I feel like, like there should be. Can I hit, like, a control H and – Oh, that's the little – that's our – that's oh, the art nice. work, yeah. Hey, look at that. Yeah. Uh, no. Got my mustache. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, no internet. All right, let's get with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I guess to answer your question, I haven't really actually looked into this stuff at all, the, the specifically the Neuralink stuff, so I don't know. But, I mean, obviously that's what I, I, I'm i interested in, and yeah. this conversation has piqued my interest quite a bit, so that's probably what I'll be doing for the rest of the day. It's just, it's just looking Neuralink. into this thing. <laughs> it's like, should I be doing my Calc 3 homework? Probably. Dude, it's crazy. What am I going to be doing? Looking up Neuralink. Neuralink. Easily. I would, question. Dude, it's it's a worthy look into. Yeah. Neuro- maybe, maybe I can get on the team, dude. I mean... It's owned by Elon. He's pretty... Here's the thing. Elon Musk is South African, right? Yeah. My grandma is South African. So I got that in. Yeah, dude. Like, hey. Dude, you got that African in yeah, you. Yeah, I'm 25% boar, man. Get in here. Dude. dude, do you ever feel like... Do you feel like connected to the tribe? No. Not even a little? No, because here's the thing, like... That's tough. Yeah, I don't want to say anything too out of pocket, but... <laughs> say it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> but it's like... So... From what I understand, this could be totally wrong. Is like the Dutch came and settled South Africa in like the 1500s, yeah. and the entire time they were there, they were like mega racist. Really? Yeah, like apartheid and all that. 
Yeah. So it's like that's tough. Even though we li- that my my ancestors lived in Africa for like 500 years, like the entire time they're there, they're just racist. All the the native Africans. So yeah. it's like, do I really have like, any connection to like any like like black Africans? Not in any meaningful way. Like, yeah, my ancestors just beat up on them for uh, centuries. So <laughs> it's like I'm I not any better than so like, like an American and like, like Native Americans. It's like, do you feel like a Native American? It's like, no, I don't. So no. you're like double racist. <laughs> I'm I'm double racist. Wow. I I try really hard. To overcome the, the overcome. systemic racism yeah. in my family, but here <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm not You're paying. My family is not racist. <laughs> my grandma actually moved from Africa because she didn't like the way it was, so she married an American, came to America. Mm, so so she, she's she's not racist. My parents not racist. So rather than helping the community, she just left. Well, there's only so much she could do. <laughs> she left the problem. <laughs> she didn't have a lot of power in the situation. I see. Yeah. She wasn't one of like those Dutch. Right, no. she she didn't have that type of power. No, she didn't. She didn't actually have a lot of power. She didn't own the plantation. No. Okay. No, my my great grandpa. So her dad sold Singer sewing machines. Oh, for real. So what type? I'm sure. I don't think he was rolling in it. To be honest with you, I don't, I don't think, <laughs> the sewing machines. I think were... she was in Africa. My my grandpa was a diplomatic courier for the United States government. Oh, so this is like not that many generations. Back. No, this is my grandparents. Okay. Yeah. Like, okay. and he went. He was in there during like. Uh, in the in the at the time it was called the Democratic Republic of the Congo. I don't know what it's necessarily called right now. I know yeah. it switched a couple few times here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're having a civil war, and he was like, they would like fly in special documents, handcuff him to his wrist, and then he'd have to go through a bunch of like, um, revolutionaries and like different checkpoints set up by like mm. b- basically people who opposed the what I guess the American viewpoint was. Yeah. So I don't know which side was which, but he's going through like enemy territory essentially with these like documents and he'd carry them. And so um, he was there, and where he lived, they wanted him to, like, get in with the community. So he, like, he played trombone, so he was in a jazz band yeah, in Africa, just playing with the locals. And he just, like, got in, and eventually at a work party, he, like, met my grandma. I don't know much more than that. Dang. They both passed away now, so I, I can't uh, really ask yeah, any yeah. questions. But um, Next life, next life. Yeah, for sure, yeah. I hit him up. Like, hey, so how did this actually, like, what was the riz that happened? We'll anyway, get him, so this. Get him on the pod in the next life. No, literally, yeah. yeah so yeah, That'll be the move. Yeah, I think it was in Zimbabwe somewhere. They just met up, and they're like, wow. Really? You're kind of cute. And then, you know, 50 years later, here I am, I guess. Dude, I, that sounds like a great, like, rom-com. In some I think kinda, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, there's some wild stories my grandpa has from his time in the Congo. Dude. Um, yeah, it's just. I can't imagine. You Dude, imagine Love in the Congo. That could be a movie. Love in the Congo. We could make a movie. Because, I mean, the, the whole thing, I mean, there's there's a lot of aspects to this thing, right? It's like an American, a South African. Yeah. My grandpa's dad was a horse thief, so my great-grandpa. See? Like, there's all sorts of crazy stuff there. He's carrying secret documents. He's playing, carrying secret documents. Playing in a jazz band. There's this, like, story he told us once that's kind of crazy where it's like one time he gets up to this thing, like, to the plane. He's, like, expecting yeah. to get his documents. They're like, here's your documents. It's a guy. And he's like, this is a two-star army general. He's like, what the? If anybody finds out this dude's here, they're going to kill him on sight. Yeah. He's like, what do you want me to do with him? He's like, well, you need to take him to this other spot. It's like, how? And he's like, you just got to figure it out. He's like, well... Can't promise you'll survive, but you can hop in my trunk if you want to. So the guy hops the, the general. Yeah. General. This is, a, this is the story. This is how I heard it. I don't know. I feel, <laughs> it's just what it I heard. It's going to be 100% fake, but I think it's true. Anyway. So. Your grandparents actually never were from South Africa. <laughs> it's true. Well, actually, I went to Africa last summer, the summer of 22, 
and I actually met some of my You're cousins. You're like, I'm home. There. I'm I, home. <laughs> I met some of my cousins. It was great. It was it was nice. I I mean I'd never been. Yeah. These were like distant cousins, but like like they were my mom's cousins. So like my their kids would be my second cousins. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we visit them. Um but this general gets in the back of my my grandpa's like vehicle, whatever he's got. Yeah. And he's driving and he hits a checkpoint. The guy's like, Credentials, you know. Like because he can't go like a normal way, so he has to go through this like other spot and then this guy's like, Hey, give me some credentials, like why are you supposed to be here? Yeah. And my grandpa's like, Crap, like I got nothing. And he's like and he knows they're gonna search the car if they like take him, right? Right. So he like opens his wallet. He's got a Texaco gas card. He's like hands him the card. It's got a star on it, right? The Texaco star. Yeah. The guy sees the star and says, That looks official enough. So he gives him back his gas card and lets him through the checkpoint. So the only reason I exist is because Texaco gas. Thank you, Texaco. <laughs> Texaco. <laughs> all our sponsors, Celsius. Coming through. <laughs> Texaco and Celsius. And that's not a bad sponsorship lineup. Hmm? That's not a bad sponsorship lineup. Texaco really, and Celsius. That's really not. You know, those are some two uh, some good companies. Both fueling your day. Hey. hey. Yeah, <laughs> the, the closest gas station in my house in Texas is a Texaco. So is it? I hit that on a consistent basis. Oh, good. Yeah. So you're true to the cause. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been there. Since like forty years before I was born. Oh, I mean, like, it goes back to like the '60s, bro. Yeah, this is a generational thing. Generational. I'm a Texaco fan. I'm also born and mostly raised in Texas. So like, oh, so you got it. Just it just it there. just feels right. It's just in the bag. Dude. Yeah, yeah. So I honestly, I feel like your grandparents' life sounds like if I were. It's like Jason Bourne met La La Land. That's what this feels like. It's kind of. I mean, there's some jazz. There's some jazz. There's some like. There's. A, Lots meets of, a girl. Meets a girl. There's like all this like yeah. danger and stuff. This one time, yeah. Like he drives. He said he would just have this like secret compartment. Mm-hmm. He had a jeep for a while, and he just put a few twenties in it. So every time you go through like these like janky checkpoints that aren't even set up by anybody, it's just some random guy trying to get money. Yeah, but it's like a civil war. So he'd like stick you up and be like, "Hey, empty your wallet." My grandpa would just pull out his twenty, give it to him, close his wallet, drive down the street until he was out of sight. Grab another twenty, put it in his wallet. So then the next guy would stop him, would ask him for money, and he'd be like, "Oh, here's everything I have in my wallet." And he would yeah. just like, so I would get him through his checkpoints. <laughs> He's like, twenties out of these random rows. This trip's gonna cost me a hundred bucks today." Tough. But at the same time, he's got like two like automatic weapons in the back. So he's just like trying to like he's trying to like he's giving like, them the money so they don't realize that he's packing all yeah. this stuff and he's just yeah, anyways. He's like if the twenty doesn't work, <laughs> I just pulls out the semi-automatic. I think the twenty always worked. I'll be honest with you. I yeah. Know. I mean, you think in like the sixties, like that was a lot of money. I mean, a lot more You're than right. it is now. Was he paying like American dollars? Or I what? think so. Oh, yeah, it's okay. like so they were like, dang, bro. They're like, okay, this is like, less, this I the mean, real stuff. I mean, like Zimbabwe, they had hyperinflation, and this is well after that point in time right and so now they just use american dollar from what i understand we were actually when we went to africa we went to zimbabwe for a little bit and like you just use american dollars and they're just just worth a lot more so i can only imagine like during a civil war in the 60s like the u.s dollar is probably worth a lot more than right you know especially when the u.s dollar used to be worth like something oh yeah 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 it's kind of crazy like a dollar could get you quite a bit yeah like a dollar was real it was actually a dollar yeah now it's like what 50 cents or whatever uh, yeah. It's what is that? What is the dollar worth now? Hold on, let's look that up. What? So yeah, I don't know. He told the stories like sometimes, like the revolutionaries would be like shooting up the embassy, but it's like a concrete building. So he spent the night sleeping underneath the windowsill while they just like shot around his window because he had a small little room and he couldn't leave. So he just locked the door. And they would just like shoot at the building, and he would just sleep while they were just like shooting this building. 
Why? Like, I don't know how you sleep when someone's like trying to shoot you. I think about that one scene in like uh, Narnia mm-hmm. when they like shoot all the arrows through the window and it just like shreds the. I don't even. Which I, Narnia is this? It's like the second or third one. Oh, like Caspian or whatever. Something like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, one yeah. of the opening scenes. Like he's like, like in his the, bed. Yeah. And they shoot a bunch of arrows through the window and it just shreds the curtain. And like he's not there. And yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just yeah. like I imagine my grandpa just like in his room and they're just like shooting, shooting. <laughs> <laughs> shredding the curtain and he's just like. Your grandpa is Prince Caspian. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Ron. Ron Dixon is Prince Caspian. That's just what it yeah. is. All right. So, a hundred dollars in nineteen twenty was worth rough. Like today would have been worth like fifteen hundred dollars. Holy! So, a hundred dollars in nineteen twenty is worth fifteen hundred dollars today, roughly. Over the hundred and three years, this is a change of about four. Yeah, one thousand four hundred four point two zero dollars. That is roughly the amount it changed. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. crazy. Ladies yeah. that. <laughs> Google. <laughs> applaud you for using math all right Neuralink. let's figure out what they okay create a generalized brain interface to restore autonomy to those with unmet medical needs today and unlock human potential tomorrow does that include diabetes is that <laughs> i wonder and like unmet like what what qualifies as unmet i know that's like the most vague mission statement elon do better what does that even mean like if i still like with diabetes, it's not curable, type 1 diabetes. So, like, are my needs always unmet to a degree, or how does that, like, what's... Yeah, I I, I wonder if it's, like, brain. It's got to be something brain It's got to be brain. I mean, it's not, it's not going to fix your, I don't know. Although they make chips now for, like, your spinal cords and things like that, too, so, like... See, that would be interesting, too, is, like, <clears throat> if you have paralysis, but only because, like, a spot in your spine is broken, could they, like, jump the gap right. and, like, get your legs back in up? That's back what, in order? Is that what it's... I thought that's what I heard. Like, they had... They were doing stuff where if, like, your spinal cord is part of it's not connect... Like, it's not saying <laughs> a message to your brain anymore properly to where your legs won't move or whatever. Like, they'll put the chip in there to help, like, jump that gap. A little Bluetooth. Like that signal. Bottom of the spine, top of the spine. Yeah. Hit the pair button, the little blue yeah. lights flash together, <laughs> and you, your legs start moving. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. And then your Doc Ock from Spider-Man. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. But then, like, you forget to charge your, your leg Bluetooth overnight, and you're like, oh, dang, dude. You wake <laughs> up in the morning. <laughs> Why'd you not show up to class today? Well, you see, I had to charge my legs. Um, yeah, not my legs. My, my leg connector. My leg brain connection. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Okay. Implant. Definitely. Our brain-computer interface is fully implantable, cosmetically invisible, and designed to let you control a computer or mobile device anywhere you go. Oh. You're just, like, looking at a computer, and it's doing what you want. Yeah. What the... Biocompatible enclosure. The N1 implant is hermetically sealed in a biocompatible enclosure that withstands physiological conditions several times harsher than those in the human body. Okay, great. Was so it can handle your immune system? The battery. The N1 implant is powered by a small battery charged wirelessly from the outside via a com- compact inductive charger. Wait. So how are you getting that? Like, oh, do you just... So it's like an inductive charger, so like you have the charger and you just like hold it up to it, and it's like a oh, wireless charger for your phone mm. is induction charging. So it's like how close do you think it has to be? No, I don't know. Like, could you just put it by your bed, like your nightstands, like? Oh yeah, know? or do you have to like actually put it yeah. on? Yeah, mm, that's a good question. Yeah, because then like imagine <laughs> if it's like in your brain, you just got like this thing like holding it to your head. You're like, oh, I'm just charging for a bit. Yeah, you just, like right on the back of your skull, so it like, yeah. looks like you're just like in. Yeah. Like a robot. Like a, and then can you, like, can you magnetize it so you don't have to, like, 
you know, you yeah, just like like an it. Apple Watch charger. Or yeah, like sticks. stick and stick yeah. and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be nice because otherwise you'd just be sitting there and then like you just like turn your sleep and then whoops, your brain didn't charge. Yeah, tough, tough. <laughs> you have Tourette's again Guess for the day. Be... <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> it's gonna, gonna be a slow day. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? you have all your mental conditions again because you rolled over in your sleep. You know? Imagine that feeling that you have when you wake up and you realize you fell asleep with your phone and you don't have a full charge. Oh. Imagine that feeling, except oh. it's in your, it's for your brain. <laughs> that would be so tough. Like you don't get to use your left arm today. Yes, because, um, I guess I'm calling it charging early. Because <laughs> I'm not going into work today. Sorry. Chips and electronics. Advanced custom low-powered chips and electronic process neural signals, transmitting them wirelessly to the Neuralink application, which decodes the data stream into actions and intents. What? Okay. So there's an app, and it takes the data. I'm just confused on the actions and intents. Like, what's... Um, so I think it's just saying, like, it takes all the information, like the signals, yeah, and tra- and turns that into, like... Okay, what does that actually mean? Oh, like what's going on actions with you? Actions and intents, like actions you take and like intents you have, stuff you want to do. Mm. It can like understand all this stuff and like translate it, process it into something like useful to know. Ah, I see. Or do. Threads, the N1 implant records neural activity through 1024 electrodes distributed across 64 threads. These highly flexible ultra-thin threads are key to minimize damage during implantation and beyond. Minimize. We do like minimizing damage. Yeah, minimize damage during Minimize this damage during implantation. That's my boy, Elon. We appreciate it. Right appreciate Always looking out for our safety. The surgical robot. Oh, it's not even a human doing that. Actually, I feel better about that. Well, how, do I, how would you feel about that? If, between if you had to choose a robot doing surgery on you or a human doing surgery? Honestly? Yeah. If... <clears throat> If if this technology is as good as it says it is, then yeah. the robot's probably gonna do a better job than a human. Probably. Right. If if this is if it's actually what it actually says yeah. it is, you know. If it's that good, is is that good. Also the thing is too, is right now I bet you there's only a couple of these. Yeah. So it's like you're good. The yeah. problem I see is like if you try to mass produce this and then user error and the people who are like operating the machine. Mm. That's what I'd be most concerned about personally. Yeah. I keep thinking about like a roller coaster, you know, like ninety nine percent of the time you're gonna be fine, but that what if that one time it like it the chain breaks and yeah, and then you're screwed. Then you're well, screwed. And another <laughs> yeah. thing is too. Another thing is too. It's like super interesting to think. So I've taken a couple of ethics classes with my major because big data goes into stuff like this and other yeah. applications in business and life. And there's like lots of like ethical dilemmas with like people's personal information and then like taking that and using it. Yeah. And then like how much consent do you have to have to use mm-hmm. different types of information? But like another thing we talked about is like self-driving cars, right? right. Like even like a self-driving car gets in way less. Say it gets in like like a thousand people drive a car and they get into. 50 of them over a certain period of time to get into an accident, right? Right. Right? So you have that <clears throat> that 5% chance you get into an accident, essentially. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, you have Aren't 1,000 so self-driving. Yeah, I'm, I'm dude, just cramming them, dude. No, dude, they're so good. And then you have 1,000 self-driving cars and, like, say, only, like, four of them get into an accident. So that's 0.4%, right? And even then, people are going to be freaking out way more about, like, the self-driving car accidents than the human accidents. Mm-hmm. Even though, even if they're the same degree of intensity, right? like it, one accident isn't worse than the other, they're all 
you know, same level of badness, right? But one happens way more with the human error, and then one happens way less with the electronic error, just because of the way people think about computers mm-hmm. and the stigma about it. They're just, like, absolutely, like, attacking self-driving cars as being unsafe, even though, <clears throat> statistically speaking, They're way you're safe. better off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it'd be the same with this, mm-hmm. where it's like, you see one mistake, and you're like, see? And that's why we don't have robot surgeons, because they don't have any, like, right. ethical, whatever. But it's like, but if you consider the fact that, like, a human surgeon would would have an even larger chance of error, error of margin, chance right. of error, like, it's just interesting how you can, like... It's the control... Just, I feel it's a yeah. control factor, right? Yeah. Like, if I'm the person driving the car, and I get in a crash, I'm like, well, I controlled my fate. Like, you know, I, I was the one who crashed. Versus if the car does it, then everyone's like... Well, what if I'm that person that gets the car and then like I can't control yeah. my fate, even though yeah. I, I even though I'm more likely to crash like ten more times than that right. car, which is it's, it's fascinating to think about. Yeah, it's a human. It's like a human thought process. Oh yeah, there's a website that kind of talks about that. What is it? Um, I, I'll have to find it. I don't remember what it's called, but it's like a, a decision thing where it's like, say you're a car, yeah, and you could choose between hitting like. A pole, like say you have like a passenger, it, it gives you different situations of like amount of passengers you have, and then what you'd be hitting. Yeah. And it's like, okay, would you hit one old person or a young person? If you had, to, if the car's like oh, yeah, going yeah, yeah. to crash into somebody, would you rather hit the old lady or the young lady, right? Yeah. The one who's like under twenty or over sixty-five. And then it's like, we what should, if it was like we should play this, this three <laughs> old people or like really? It's tough. Yeah, it's like, would you would you hit the 65-year-old woman or the 15 dogs? Like, given yeah. that they would die if you hit them, mm-hmm. right? Or would you hit, like, two old ladies and a young person or, like, a pregnant woman? Or would you... Yeah. Or you got, like, passengers in the back, and it's like, would you rather... Get T-boned like, or, like... Yeah. 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 Or, like, get hit from the... That's tough. Because at the end of the day, it's like... But for whatever reason, like, if that's a situation that we run into as humans driving like yeah. we don't think about it like that we think there's another option but then the computer like knows it's between these two so like do you hard code like a response to those things you say mm-hmm. oh no value this over that right because the computer has to make a decision and that's another one of those things where it's like okay well then now you're hard coding the computer to kill somebody it's like yeah. well or are you hard coding it to save other save people life, right. is this a bias is this but then it's like but that doesn't matter if it just randomly shows <laughs> up to like a, a human and they just have to decide in the moment you're right like, is it weird that like when you guys said all those different options, I, I was like, I still know which one I would have picked. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like. Well, yeah. So it's kind of interesting. Like the website, like keeps track of everybody's responses, yeah. and then just like has stats on like what in general, like depending on and mostly geographical. It's like what like people from different countries, like yeah. what their preferences are, right? Mm-hmm. So like different different cultures that like respect elderly people more like are less likely to hit old people versus like i think like americans i could be totally wrong but if i remember correctly i took this class like a year ago it was like americans value like young life and potential so they're much more okay hitting like old person the older person because they're like well they've lived their experience you know let's live yeah but then like but like i feel like like like, old people would say that too oh yeah it's true it's it's, it's like it's the american culture more versus like and I could be totally wrong, right? Don't don't quote me. Don't 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 kill me for this. But it's like in a lot of like cancel the, him. the Asian, yeah, don't don't cancel me. <laughs> or you can, yeah. I mean, if, I'm, if I'm supposed to be canceled, cancel me. But like, 
You got like all for like, the past generational crimes of his family. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yes. Yes. For those ones. Yes. Somebody yeah. has to pay, and I guess it's me. Yeah. But like, you've got like the Asian cultures, like China, Japan. You know, where they have a lot more respect for the elderly people. Yeah, like the ancestry. The ancestry. Yeah. Then it, they're like less likely to like just side with the hitting the old people. They're like, okay, well, let's think. But if it's like three old people and one young person, let's hit the young person because. Versus, like, yeah. maybe, and this could be totally wrong, like, in the American culture, it's like, well, these are all old people, and this young person has a life to live, so I'm going to hit the old people. Yeah. Well, so. the Chinese don't let, like, the young women come around anyways, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they stopped that right at the beginning, so. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we all know what's going on, okay? <laughs> Which... Yeah, well, yeah. No, I, I. That's what's so, but that's what's so. That's what's so crazy, though, is that like, but then we have such an issue with abortion in, and as a conversation topic of like, in in our country. What? Oh, they don't count as in their yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. Tough. Imagine. Imagine being imagine being pro abortion and then hitting a pregnant woman again a crime for killing yeah. <laughs> double homicide. <laughs> that would be Gosh. I'm pro choice though, it shouldn't count. <laughs> yeah. that, I wonder crazy. I wonder if that's a viable argument, honestly. i I'm sure someone doesn't believe in abortion. <laughs> yeah. So that baby actually was So they should only get one life sentence, <laughs> not two. <laughs> or like have you seen that one meme that's like there's like this random bacteria they found on Mars and they're like because it like exists it's life and then it's like like a like a seven month fetus and they're like it's not it's not it's not it's not it well yeah what's crazy is I was listening to this one thing about um like China and them pointing out that because like there, you hear a lot of things about when it comes to China because e- e- economy wise like they're kind of the only competitor to the u.s uh-huh. in essence i mean there's others but china's kind of the that's what you i'll take about. your word for it. yeah i don't i don't know yeah economics really yeah that's what they <laughs> they claim like that's kind of the only other competitor we have um but so so like people get really like weird about china because it's like oh gosh like and and they do send like a lot of people to steal data and and like technology and like that happens quite a bit that's pretty common from them no but um but so people get really concerned about but i was listening to this one I don't know what he. I don't know if he's an like an economy guy. I don't know if he's like just a like a a data scientist, but specific to like people, yeah, and like countries. But he uh, he's talking about how China, because they've like limited their population so much to where like you know trying to have like boys and only like having one kid, like their next generation is tough because it's like. You know, how are you supposed to have a future generation if you don't have any girls? No, I've actually heard about it. Like, the, <laughs> like the actual, like, the boy-to-girl ratio is so off right now, it's, like, a major problem. Yeah. I've heard. Like, I, they're, like, killing themselves I don't themselves have any credible off, sources. I've just, like, heard that. Yeah, it's, you have, like, a, a population that's, like, top-heavy. Yeah. You got a bunch of old people you have to take care of. You got a bunch of young men. And no women. And very little chance for procreation. <laughs> yeah. I like I don't know whose idea that was up at the top of China's like command. <laughs> so I wonder like for women in China, is that nice to have such good odds? Like they get to pick the litter theoretically. Or is it not? Or is it like really stressful? Like is it terrible because there's all these dudes that are just like 
like hunted you down. Attacking, you know, yeah. and you're just like, stop. I just want to live my life, you know. China, polygamy. I want to think about it. Okay. Yeah. But like reverse. Yeah. We did it a few times mm. here in the U.S. Well, yeah, reverse polygamy. Yeah, that would be mm. tough, though. Imagine. Just because I, I feel like just the way pregnancy works, I just that would be very. Oh, very true, difficult. true, true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. China, you really screwed yourself. I'm sorry. I feel for you. <laughs> <laughs> you screwed yourself, but in the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> It's a no. tough situation. No. That's so tough. <laughs> Should we, like, apply for your job at Neuralink right now? Open roles? What's... Wait a minute. Wait, I, I'd be hitting an internship at Neuralink. Like, that'd be crazy. Dude, actually. let's just let's just submit it. I need, I need a better resume. My resume is not very good right now. Like, Dude, it's... Elon it's doesn't even care about college. Way. He's like... That's true. That's true. If I can talk big game and I've got a little South African blood in me, come on now. Dude, that's all you need. <laughs> I am here for you. <laughs> I've got your your American. I mean, he. Listen. Also, we'll send you. He built a super factory in Austin. I'm from Austin. Okay, dude. I live right next to that thing. I think it's massive. So yeah. like, I feel like I got some ends, dude. This I is got some ends with this dude. This just feels right. Elon. Yeah. If you're watching, all these clips will send. Dude. Will Janes. Will Janes. <laughs> all these clips will send you, and that will be your resume. Just send him the clips. Yeah, it's like sending film. Yeah, you know. Review the game footage, Elon. Review the yeah, game we'll footage. To, I'll have to do more research and then come back and have some, like, opinions on the stuff. You yeah, know? yeah, Because right now this is, like, I mean, I've heard of this a little bit, but, like, haven't, like. Do they have any, like, data stuff in here? Let's you got see. a lot of Austin, Texas opportunities, though. Listen. That's true. Because then, I mean. Should we all just move to Texas? I mean. I'm down. Not that I'm, like, trying to jump in on this Texas train, but I'm I'm kind of a fan. I like Texas. I like it. We could probably stay at my parents' house for a while, for, and then we could find a spot. Hey, yo. We could find a we could find like an apartment, but we don't need to find it immediately because my parents got spare rooms. They're empty nesters. As a, in in May, my sister graduates, and they got all sorts of space. Dude, we got a we got a date May. Three extra bedrooms in that in the house, so we got we got some options. Cashes in Texas in May, happening. So, <sighs> Dang. I've been thinking about doing grad school at UT anyway. So really, yeah. Dude, Texas is nice. Like it's. Like, I don't think people realize it's a nice place. And it's even the true. weather. Some people don't realize. I, I realize it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't lived there for a while. Yeah. But. Yeah. Because it's kind of, it's not like super, like, I don't know about you, but I feel like it's not super southern. Because like here, Arizona, I would never, I don't think anyone would ever be like, yeah, it's really southern. It's not. It's not no. south No, you go to Louisiana and you go to Arizona. No, it's the same. It's not, not southern same. at all. Mississippi, it's Arizona, not the same. Maybe western southern. Like, you know, like. There's some, co- there's some country people for sure. Yeah. But yeah. but there's no hicks. No. There's nobody who's like... No one's there's redneck. No, there's no bayou. There's no redneck. There's no. 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 They like country swing dancing, but that's, that's yeah. as far as it goes. Yeah. But most of them are like faking it. Yeah. You know? Or they just like horses, so they're like, well, I'm going to wear a flannel and be... Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. It's like... <clears throat> it's Western is what it is. You know? Yeah. You think like an old Western film, you mm-hmm. know, like... Riding horses and stuff versus there's like the guys who like live in the swamp and go gator hunting. My uncle used to hunt gators. Really? Mm. You have it's an interesting like, family, Will. Yeah, well, he's <laughs> he's a descendant of the of the guy. Oh, he's my he's my mom's brother. So his his oh, grandpa. It's all, it's all it's all on that one side. It's all on the Dixon side, <laughs> yeah. you know. Got the, the, got the horse thief, the and then the hard. diplomatic courier in Africa, and then the gator hunter. You know. My grandpa also like. I I can't expose him actually. Never mind. No. <laughs> it's like, like he's just some wild stuff, all the way till he died. I'll, I'll be straight with you. He's cool. He's cool. Yeah. 
He's he passed, passed right. He passed. He passed okay. in 2016. So, but you can't you can't expose him though. Well, I can't. Well, it's just one thing that was kind of <laughs> funny. One thing that was kind of funny is when they like cleared out his house when he passed. Yeah. They found sweating dynamite in his garage. He's just like, it's <laughs> <laughs> just like all sorts. He's like, what are you doing? With it's just ready to blow. <laughs> just ready to explode, dude. It's not the worst. Nah. Yeah. Where did you serve your mission? California. California. Yeah. That's Southern right. California. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you, uh, like, w- when did you go? Because I know COVID I, happened. Were you one of the COVID missionaries? Yeah, so I went September 2019. So the first six, six and a half months of my mission were um, pre-COVID standard. You mm-hmm. know, went to the Provo MTC, six weeks, did Spanish speaking, came to California, was in Orange County, and then I was in San Diego County. Yeah. For about six months, and then they're like, hey, um, uh, like my mission president called me at like 8 o'clock at night, like right after we started been hearing about all this COVID stuff, and we thought, oh, we might go in quarantine for a week or two. Yeah. And to be straight with you, we were like, oh, that'd be sweet. We could just study up the Bible so we can answer all these questions yeah. people always have. And then hit the streets in a couple of weeks, just like absolutely studied up and ready to go. Yeah, it was like a nice little vacation. That's what from we thought work. it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, we're like, yeah. okay, we'll, we'll do phone calls, and then when we're out of phone calls, we'll just do like a couple extra hours of peace study to just get like the, the verses flowing, you know? Yeah. So like we're like a day into quarantine, like like hey quarantine today. That night, my mission president calls me up and he's like, "Hey, Elder James, the Lord is calling you home." And I was like, "What the?" <laughs> <laughs> so then he's like, "Be up at the mission office by like seven or eight o'clock tomorrow morning." So in less than twelve hours. Or roughly 12 hours, I'm back up at the mission office, which is like an hour and a half from my, or like an hour from my apartment. So we wake up, I pack that night, wake up in the morning, get up to the mission office, yeah. fly home straight to Austin, get released as soon as I get home, because they're like, you're done. Yeah. Like, you have diabetes, it's COVID, <laughs> you gotta, gotta just go home. I get So less than 24 hours later, I'm like... Was COVID really that, like, dangerous for people with diabetes? I don't think so. Yeah. It might have been. Well, so, like, with diabetes type 1, you're, I am immunocompromised to a degree. Like, my immune system is weaker than the average. Yeah. So, but... But you're not, like, obese and eating I, unhealthy but, yeah, and out Yeah, the of thing shape. is, it's, like, weaker than, like, my equivalent self without diabetes, but sure. maybe it's still better than, like... The person who's out of shape and has diabetes. Right. Like, yeah. Right. So, I don't necessarily know how bad it was for me, but, like, 24 hours later, I'm sitting on my bed, like, dang, that just happened. Like, it didn't even <laughs> seem real, because I was, like, released on my bed, wasn't a missionary, and I was like... Did those six months really just happen? I don't even I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I get home and yeah, it just so that was that was March of twenty twenty. Yeah. My brother was working at Pizza Hut. His manager was dope and his my brother was like, Do you want to work with me? I was like, Yeah, sure. So then like my, his manager <laughs> Yo, was like, Yeah, DJ's hut. dope. And it's like, Yeah, I'll, I'll add your brother in. So I just worked full time as a Pizza Hut delivery driver within yeah. a week. Within a week of being home, I was driving and then like I worked all the way up until I left. Again, so about eight months after, just like kept asking, "Hey, can I go back?" I'd like text my stake president, be like, "Hey, ask Salt Lake if I can go back," and then he'd be like, "They said no." And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Every two weeks, I'd like hit him back up again. Yeah. And about eight months in, I was like, "Well, maybe I should start uh, moving on with my life. I can only deliver pizza for so long." Right. And then, uh, like, then my uh, my stake president texts me. He's like. They want you to come back next week. And I was like, <laughs> seven days? <laughs> They're like, yep. But then I, I was like, I like my manager. I'm going to put my two weeks in. Because yeah. I had, at that point, I was taking, like, a large role as a full-time driver because, like, I was the daytime driver. Yeah. So, like, if I left, there'd be, like, holes in the schedule. Yeah. And so I gave him two weeks, and then he got some people trained up, and then I left. Oh, nice. But, uh, so Dang, then I was there. And they sent you back to California, Back right? the same mission. Yeah. So I, my mission president and I served together the entire time. Oh, that's So cool. he got called. Like, you get, got in in July. I got in in September. Mm. And then 
I went home in May of 22 because I was there from November 2020 to May of 22 for my last 18 months. Mm-hmm. And then he went home a month later. So, like, we almost had, like, I was there for, like, his entire. Oh, okay. That's stint. nice, though. It was kind of cool. Yeah. So, Weldon Reeves. Reeves. Where's he from? He, um. Like, did you have, has, do they do any reunions or anything like that? They do, yeah. So, he lives in somewhere in Utah. I think, like. It's always Utah. He, he moved to Utah, like, right before the mm. mission, or I think. And then, like, like, like right before he went out. So he, like, bought a place, moved, and then went on his mission. But right. he was in Houston before for a while. Oh, okay. Like, leading up to the mission. Dude, it's a sign. It's from yeah. Texas, dude. So. Your people. He's one of mine, you know? Yeah, I'm one of his. You're one know? of his. Yeah. <laughs> You're connected. We had that. You're connected. Everything's that, bigger in Texas, it's dude. It's true. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. If you, if you catch me in Texas, I'm a lot larger. Yeah. In Arizona, like, my size diminishes. Yeah. Because I'm. Like everyone's does. I mean, everybody. Yeah, it's it's yeah. relative. So like, you don't necessarily notice it because everything's bigger. Bigger, yeah, yeah. But you got to be a true Texan. Like if it's true. Like if I went there today, Texas knows I'm not. You know. Yeah, they'd so be like, yeah, we could tell he's from Arizona. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I won't really grow. I have to no, be not there as for, much. It's like it's but like everything's that. bigger. So like you would be bigger. True, but you got to be there long enough for residency. You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's I when am a Texas resident still actually. That's what I'm saying. So once you hit residency, then I think you get bigger. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. Anyways, so that was, yeah, I don't know if that's all you wanted to know about my mission, but that's essentially what it was. Six months, home for eight, out for 18. Spanish, did a lot of YSA. That was kind of fun. Yeah, is the, how how long were you in the YSA, quite like most of the time? I was in four different YSAs, and I was in YSA work for about ten and a half months. Oh, so a pretty large portion. Yeah, I had, so I was also in Spanish work for like... Like, there was overlap. Like, yeah. one of my areas, I was in a Spanish branch and a YSA ward for mm-hmm. six months. So, like, I think I was in Spanish work for, like, maybe a little less than 18 months. Mm. And then YSA for about 10 and a half. And obviously, the math doesn't add up because there was some overlap. And then I was in just, like, a regular English family ward a couple times. Oh, gotcha. For a little bit. Yeah. Gotcha. But I double covered different areas and stuff, so. Was it, was it pretty hard to, like, find people who wanted to get... Like the lessons baptized in California, or is, like what was the? Um, because some people I think relative are, to other places, sure, but I'm sure yeah. there's places that's more difficult. Like I've heard, like you know, really conservative areas of Europe. It's like oh, it's yeah. certainly hard, absurdly hard. But like, yeah, obviously, like we weren't meeting as many people interested in the gospel as maybe you'd find in like some Brazil South American mission. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I didn't. I never felt like jaded by it. I was like. Like, yeah. you just, wherever you're at, you just work with what's there. That's, mm-hmm. like, what you're called to do. I feel like a lot of it has to do with the mission present, too. Like, yeah. depends on, like, if the mission present's, like, really, not hard, but just, like, really focused on finding people getting baptisms, Yeah. then the missionaries sometimes are like, you know, we didn't get it done, you know? We, we let Dad down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't achieve. No, yeah. I think, yeah, I think my mission present was pretty good. Get in the middle where he's like, we're here for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, gathering Israel is, like, the thing. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, he's like, but you matter as a person, right? And the mission is an experience that's beyond just helping people get baptized, right? Mm-hmm. So I think I, I thought it was a pretty good mix where it's like – and most of the success we found was, like, as you – basically networking through members. Right. Right? Or it's like you really, like – you create meaningful experiences or you just, like, get to know members. But, mm-hmm. like, you still maintain that missionary relationship with them. Right. right? You have short, quick lessons with them. Help them feel the spirit, 
help them think about how they can reach out to their friends and be good neighbors. Yeah. And then over time as they're being good neighbors and they're helping each other out, like they're connecting you. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's, it's like helping them build up their, like their social or they're just like meeting their neighbors. Mm -hmm. And then also like their comfortability, just talking about the gospel. Right. Because then if you're, if you know a lot of people and you just talk about the gospel in normal and natural ways, uh, you don't have to force it. And Mm -hmm. just eventually you're going to run into people who are, you have a lot of different friends and then, when you're talking about the gospel, you'll see which ones have interest. Right. And then it's like, okay, we'll teach them. Because we don't, I mean, we don't want to force ourselves on anybody who's not actually interested. Right. So. Right. Because then they just don't even care. No, there's, there's no point. Yeah. But, so. Yeah. I've, with different mission, like people I've had on who serve missions, like, <coughs> usually if the mission president was more focused on the baptisms and not so much on like this is an experience for you too Mm. they always are like yeah i was really good i just like and they but they're like but i really struggled like with this 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 and this you know but the mission presence that fourth was low yeah but the mission presence that focused on kind of the mix everyone's like yeah it was great like we were we knew we were there for a reason but like we were focused on helping like grow our spirituality too which is big yeah 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 there's a quote from like is that other holland or other bednar Mm mm-hmm or it's like the number one convert. <clears throat> the number one convert on your mission is you. Mm-hmm. It's like, so like, are you living the gospel? Yeah. Yeah. I always wonder that because like a lot of missionaries come home and then they just kind of sometimes like revert back to. Oh, yeah. Or like. Well, I think everybody to a degree reverts back. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's like, do you revert past? Like, are you back to where you were in the first place? It's like, oh, right. Cool. Do you go back to like who you were or do you go back to like, I'm like. A normal person, but I'm way more spiritual from these things I gained. And, right. Like, I have more experience. Are you in an improved state? Yeah. 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 But I think a lot of it, too, is if if they got to focus more on their spirituality on the mission, too, they, like, they almost revert. Like, they, they have an easier transition, I feel like. Yeah, I would agree. Because it's, like, it's like they had time to absorb, like, who am I as this person and who am I going to be, you know, in the next chapter of my life, that type of stuff. Right. But, well, Will, mm. it's been a pleasure. It's been good. It's been good to have you on. I like this, having the two days and doing both. Yeah, yeah. it's been good. Yeah, it felt like we had more time. It was like a, a steak. We had time to marinate. Yeah, yeah. And we yeah, cooked just, it. Just sitting in that yeah. that sauce, yeah, you know, just letting it. And juice up. Get yeah. it in, dude. Yeah. It's good stuff. So, uh, yeah, do you got any socials? You want to plug anything? You want to? Other than Elon hire this man. Yeah, I mean, if Elon Musk is listening, I'll, I'll hop on the train, dude. I'll I'll get whatever you need. I'll, yeah. I'll be there. I'll learn the things you need me to learn. I'll do the things you need me to do. If it wasn't obvious enough from this podcast, he's qualified. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, no, not really. I don't have any, like, anything I'm trying to promote plug. or anything. Cool. Just trying to get in that industry. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Ladies, Will Janes on Instagram. That's what you got to look up. Or Young Will. Right? Young Will. Young yeah. Will. Yeah. 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 We love the tags we create in middle school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those freshman year. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the ones that stick. <laughs> like, well. I like it. I like Young Will. No, I think it's nice. It works. It kind of sounds like a rapper. It does. Yeah. Young Will. All right. Well, yeah. thanks for having me on. Yeah. Appreciate yeah, it. And uh, we'll, get, we'll get you back on. I would appreciate it. It's been kind of fun. Like, I like it. All right. See y'all.